Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. It is Thursday afternoon, and we are glad to be with you. The SEC tournament got started last night. One game, Vanderbilt and Texas A&M. Texas A&M season mercifully came to an end. Vanderbilt in a little bit of a dogfight with the Florida Gators in game two of the day in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. Thanks for being with us. You want to connect, you can do so on the C Spire text line. The number is 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. I am digging the message that we just got on the ceasefire text line. Hey guys, listening today from my boat in Biloxi. Dinner will be posted soon. You gotta catch got a it first, sweet order. sailboat. How much fun does that look like? Really cool. It's a perfect day for that too. No doubt. Back there, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, blue sky, sun, calm water, a little bit of a breeze. Yeah. A great way to hang out on a Thursday afternoon. We're glad to be with you. The day in Nashville got started with Mississippi State and Kentucky. Mississippi State had never beaten a John Calipari-coached Kentucky team. Kentucky was a slight favorite in this ballgame. I think they were a three-point favorite over Mississippi State. But it was the Bulldogs who walked away with a win. Dominated the first half of the game, led by as much as 15. Fell behind by five with about three and a half minutes to play. And then got three monster plays from Iverson Molinar. Twice coming off screens, going to his left on the left wing. He was able to knock out a three to erase that five-point deficit. And then drew a foul with Mississippi State trailing 73-72 with, oh, what was it, seven seconds left? Knocked down a couple of free throws, put Mississippi State in front, 74-73. Cats had a great look at a three from the wing to win the ball game. Missed the shot, Abdul Adu pulled down the rebound, and Mississippi State advances to the quarterfinals tomorrow with number one seed, Alabama. That was a good win for Mississippi State today, hey, Dad? 
a very surprising win because it felt like it was following the script of maybe this season and, and sort of the past decade against Kentucky of having the, having the lead and having the advantage, and they just slowly chip away. That man again, Dante Allen, who has literally scored half of the points he scored in this season of college basketball against Mississippi State. Uh, <laughs> and then, like you said there, at the end, of all the things in the world, he gets an open look with a chance for the win, and it rattled out. And uh, I was I was very surprised. I won't lie. When, when State lost the lead, I thought, okay, you know, it's, they did it again. But they they fought back, played really hard. I thought the effort was really good. And and now they'll have a chance against Alabama uh, tomorrow morning. Dante Allen for Kentucky had 23 points. He was 6 of 13 from behind the arc. Kentucky did not shoot well from the free throw line. They were 10 of 17 in the game. Mississippi State, a team who has been horrendous from the tra- charity stripe this year, really good today. Nine out of 11, 82%, including eight of 10, I'm sorry, three of three for Iverson Molinar. Three Bulldogs in double figures. Maybe not the three that you would have guessed. Molinar had 21. Tolu Smith had 13 and 11. A good day for him. Abdullah do 12 points and nine rebounds played really well especially in the first half dominant in the first half I mean I I, I saw a guy that I thought man if this guy did this every game get back to like 1987 he could be the first round pick uh, it was really really <laughs> impressive and even DJ Stewart not a great shooting day for him I think he's only four of 15 from the field but he had nine points seven rebounds and ten assists I mean you'll definitely take that line from from a player uh, every day so states guys got it done today and now I'm interested to see what happens with Alabama. I think State, the last two times they've played them, defensively has done a good enough job on Alabama, but they haven't been able to score against them. If they can score it all tomorrow, maybe they can make it interesting. 74-73 the final. That was a fun game. And what, 3,400 people, I think, is what they allowed in. Uh, As you would expect, it was majority Kentucky fans. And when they were making that comeback and they took the lead, at 3,400 or 3,000 or whatever the number was, sounded loud. It sounded loud on TV, sounded loud on the radio broadcast. Neil Price was perched up in the, the hockey booth, up in the, the rafters of the building. You see um, that angle, by the way? I'm surprised he didn't call it. He may have. But if I were up there, and I've got pretty good vision, I'd have to call the game with binoculars. It is either up there. Either that or off a monitor right there. Had, had to, because have you seen a picture from that angle? It's insane. I mean, yeah. arenas aren't very big relative to football, right? So you're far away from football. But that is as high as you can get, man. I mean, you are... I don't know how they call hockey games up there. Unless, to your point, it's strictly off a monitor. Because how do you see a puck from that far away? Yeah. I can't see the puck when I'm watching on TV the majority yeah. of the time, much less if you're trying to call the action in real time. That's something that I would be so overmatched by, would be trying to call a hockey game. That is you know, I, the most talented, aside from horse racing, I'm blown away by hockey guys. Because in basketball, you've got five guys that play, five starters, and then, what, three, four guys off the bench maybe? And th- there's a break when... They're subbing where you can get a clear picture of who's going out, who's going in, you know the position they play, everything. Hockey, they're subbing just whenever, and you don't, I mean, they have positions, but everybody's just moving around like crazy, and yet they nail every single name. It's crazy. Those guys are good. Hmm. It takes talent to call hockey. 
Doc Emmerich is the most amazing. He, he you know recently retired, but listening to him call a hockey game, especially if you're talking about Stanley Cup, is remarkable. I don't think we mentioned this yesterday, and, and this is probably not the time to like get way off into the uh, into the weeds on this. ESPN has signed a seven-year deal with the NHL to carry hockey. And guys, we were talking about this earlier today when we were visiting. There's part of me that goes, why? Is there enough of an audience to justify the financial layout to get the rights for the next seven years to the NHL? And Borky, you made what I thought was a very astute point as to why this made sense. Yeah, so I currently am not an ESPN Plus subscriber, but I can watch every single one of those games because my cable provider, cable, air quotes, is Hulu. There's an exclusive partnership in this thing where if you have Hulu, you can watch all these games without having to buy ESPN Plus. That's not the astute point that I was talking about that you made. Which the one, one? About I, make, I make them all the time, e- no, so I can't no, figure no. out which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that one, that that one did nothing for me whatsoever. I mean, I'm I'm glad that you can watch hockey on Hulu. No, the the one about why ESPN would invest in hockey rights because it is a live sport. Yeah, uh, you've seen ratings crash in anything. I mean, even sports are down, but comparatively speaking, not even close. Sports are healthy. Even NBA is healthy compared to everything else on television and ESPN has made so many cuts and they're they fired basically their entire ESPN news department pretty much everybody they've cut all news information everything except for Max Kellerman for some reason and live sports and even though hockey's got kind of a niche audience very dedicated but very small nationally speaking audience maybe they're investing this kind of money because they know that Already now, but down the road, live sports is the only thing that anybody's going to use live TV to watch. You may be right. I mean, that that probably is the rationale behind it. And look, I mean, they wouldn't get into a deal like this without knowing the numbers. I'm sure they've got a better idea of the financial model and the viewership. And I mean, it's not like hockey's going to rate worse than college basketball does. But uh, what is it, 25 or 26 primetime windows during the hockey regular season uh, in which uh, ESPN will be carrying games. So, I don't know, is that going to make you watch hockey if it's more readily available? Yeah, but, I mean, I consume it all, so... Yeah. Not regularly, but I will I will tune in. I like Hockey's one of those things I can just have on and it's enjoyable to me. Fair enough. Uh, Larry and Jackson says, I think hockey may grow because it doesn't seem yet to be political. Maybe there's something to that. Let's talk more about Mississippi State and Kentucky. Let's look ahead to tonight's matchup between Ole Miss and South Carolina. Let's look at what is happening around the country and how real Ole Miss's NCAA tournament chances are. We will get to all of that with you as we continue. Just getting started on this Thursday afternoon in Sports Talk Mississippi.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is running smooth on 220 as well as Interstate 55 and 20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Big Pop. A Big Pop Gun Show invites you to the Capital City Gun Show Saturday, March 13th, Sunday, March 14th at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, I-55 South, Exit 88, Elton Road, Exit on the Frontage Road. There'll be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals, all kinds of gun accessories. All federal, state, and local laws must apply, and COVID safety guidelines must be applied for all of our safety reasons. I-55 South, Exit 88 at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. See y'all this weekend whether it's getting the kiddos to school i love you hi mom or taking it off road and uphill oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah baby we've got the right tires for you tire depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose from everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance tire depot has you covered alignments mounting and balancing lift kits and general repair tire depot at the reservoir in brandon and terry road in byram are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky on this Thursday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. 12.8 seconds remaining. Fifth-seeded Florida is leading 67-63 over 12th-seeded Vanderbilt. Florida is headed to the free-throw line. They lead it by four. Point spread was seven. Interesting to some, as Brent Musburger might say. Um, hey, Dad, what stood out to you today for, for Mississippi State and their win against Kentucky? The play of Abdullah Du. I mean, that's, that's the easy answer. He was just really, really good in the first half on both ends of the court. Uh, was you know getting easy buckets and was getting some tough buckets as well. Defensively, he was a difference maker. He and Tolu Smith, I mean, State was plus 16 on the boards in this game. They really, that's how they built the lead, was just going inside and, and just getting buckets. And they, they were able to do it so easily in the first half. And then in the second half, Kentucky sort of took that away from them. And then Dante Allen heated up. And then it's sort of like you said, and what you tweeted as well, Iverson Molinar made the plays of the game, those two big threes. And then to get to the free throw line, where State has struggled all year with seven seconds to go and hit a couple of clutch free throws like that, I mean, that's how State's lost games all year is turnovers and missing free throws. They, they cut back on the turnovers today, and they were better off the free throw line, and they won. Tell me if you agree with this. I know Kentucky's bad. They're very, very bad. But considering how long it's been since Mississippi State beat Kentucky, and even if not considering that, um, any win over Kentucky's a good one regardless. Because... Absolutely. The the talent yeah. discrepancy, the, the resource with... discrepancy. I mean, the, the program should be in different solar systems, let alone the same atmosphere. So anytime you win that game, you think that's a good win. I don't care how bad they are. Yes, absolutely. It's just like doesn't matter not a good example right now, but if Alabama next year were to go to eight and four and state could beat them, it doesn't matter. Beating Alabama is a big deal. You know, winning games against you know Vanderbilt—that's a big deal in baseball, no matter what. When you beat the the top dog of the conference, perception-wise, it's always going to mean something a little bit more. Yeah, I, I said the exact same thing when Ole Miss beat Kentucky in the next to last game of the regular season, but that that Tuesday night game at uh, at the Pavilion. D- does beating Kentucky this year mean what it does if they're the number one team in the country? Eh, of course not. But it's a win over against Kentucky, the standard bearer in college basketball, along with North Carolina and Duke and Kansas, maybe to a lesser degree Michigan State. But historically, those are the teams. And it, I mean, do you, do you think any team in the ACC this year that got a win against Duke is going to put an asterisk by it because Duke was bad this year? Or any team that got a win this year against Roy Williams in North Carolina is going to say, yeah, but you know, it wasn't a great... No, heck no. They're going to say, we beat Duke. We beat North Carolina. The way that Ole Miss says, we beat Kentucky for only the 14th time in school history. And hey, Dad, you mentioned Alabama a second ago. You remember when Alabama had that run where they were bad in football? Where they were yes. kind of wandering in the wilderness? There was yes. a three and eight mixed in there? Feels like yesterday. Look, I I may I may be misremembering this. So I'm thinking 2000 what was it 2000, 2001, 2002. Didn't Alabama roll out a 3 and 8 in one of those 3 seasons? 
They were in 2003. They were four and nine. So yeah. Ole Miss actually beat them in 2003, though. This yeah. was one of the. This was like oh oh ninety seven. They were three and eight, and then uh, you're gonna make me look. I think like because that's what you're talking about like the the last couple years of Dubose, and then maybe the first year of Francioni. By the way, Dennis Francioni coached Alabama. I don't know how many people remember that. Two thousand, they were three and eight. There you go. That's uh, the one. Hey, look at the fun. You got that full schedule up? Yeah, sure do. Ole Miss played at Alabama. It was a late kickoff in Tuscaloosa. Read that final uh-huh. score to me. <laughs> Ole Miss lost forty-five to seven to a three and eight Alabama. You tell me if you <laughs> want to beat them when they're down. You darn sure do. <laughs> Absolutely, you do. God, Next pull- year they beat them. Yeah, beat them two of the next three years. Beat them in 01 and in 03. Yeah, Eli Manning had Alabama's number there. So after that, so they went 3-8 and eight in 2000. They had a seven-win season in 01, four-win season in 2003, 2004. They had six. 2006, they had six. 2007, they had seven. Obviously, that was Saban's first year. Here's what he's done. But then. Pretty good since then. But okay. 12, 14, 10, 12, 13, 11, 12, 14, 14, 13, 14, 11, 13. It's not bad. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's not just that he who's won championships. They've never been above average. It's been elite every year after year one for Nick Saban. Every year. Yep. You're absolutely right. It's insanity. You're absolutely right. Ceasefire text line. Is this Ben Howland's best win at MSU? It's hard to say that. This is an eight and fifteen team. I know they're Kentucky, but I don't in an eight-nine game in the second round of the SEC tournament. Yeah, I would say no. That is probably meaningless for both teams. Yeah. What would the reaction be around here? Any year, any coach, if the record was eight and fifteen, fire Uh, his. You know what? Well, I mean, there's probably some people saying that in Kentucky. Because their expectation level is so much higher than what it is down here. You no, know, his buyout is bigger than every college football coach. Oh, I can believe that. Start to the start of this season, according to Google, it was fifty-four million dollars to buy now, him now out of this contract. I'm saying now that Coach Shashevsky has gotten into the mm. one and done game a little bit more, I wonder if Kentucky's on a little bit of a downturn. They don't seem to be getting the same. You know, there, two or three years ago, Zion Williamson would have gone to Kentucky, and there would have been zero question about it. But then he went to Duke, and so did, you know Cam yeah. Reddish and, and those guys. And I don't know if they're getting the same caliber of player that they used to. And James Didn't Wiseman look like it today. Would have, would have gone to Kentucky. You know, I know he didn't play much at Memphis, but he didn't go to Kentucky. Yeah. And the guy who looks great for them is some guy who can't score against anybody but Mississippi State. <laughs> I swear his mom and dad must be the biggest Ole Miss fans ever. He hates Mississippi State. Huh. So he was good against him in the regular season, also. Oh yeah, he had he had uh, like twenty seven, and coming into the game he had two. So. So in two games, fifty points. Fifty. I think the number, if I'm correct, is he scored a hundred and five points on the season. And fifty of it came against Mississippi State. Wow! Yeah, I don't. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. He hates the color maroon. Yeah, 
If you want to be part of the conversation, you can on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Two games in the books, and that means the morning session tomorrow is set. Mississippi State and Alabama will tip things off at 11 o'clock Central Time, and then in the game to follow, what, roughly 1.30 for the the tip-off of that game, Florida and Tennessee, a rematch from this past Sunday in which Tennessee beat Florida. So we'll see how tomorrow shakes out. The uh, afternoon session and the night session is on the way, and Ole Miss will be playing in the late game tonight when you look at the uh, the SEC tournament. So Georgia-Missouri coming up next. Georgia is 14-11 and overall, 7-11 and in the SEC. Two of those seven wins came against Ole Miss. Missouri is 15-8 and overall, 8-8 eight and eight in the league. Two of those eight losses came against Ole Miss. Then you got South Carolina and Ole Miss in the night game. Rebels went 10-8 and eight in the SEC, 4-12. and 12. That's South Carolina's SEC record. You know that South Carolina had a, uh, a ton of COVID issues as the, uh, as the season went along. Forgive the dumb question. Why is there such a break between the first two games and the second two games? Because, I mean... Starting one game at 6 and then calling the tip-off time for the next game 8 is... I mean, come on. Ole Miss yeah. is not starting at 8 o'clock tonight, so why are they not playing at 4.30 instead of 6 to make sure you get consistent start times? Why is it that you have these two and then a big gap and then the next two when Ole Miss might not tip off until after 9 tonight? I have zero answer for you. Do not know the answer to that question. Maybe it has to do with ticket sales because they sell tickets in books where you get two games and then you get two more games, and that gives them time to empty the arena, clean it, and refill the arena. Well, Kentucky's gone, so they don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. What's the latest from Joe Lunardi? And is Joe Lunardi the be-all, end-all in terms of projections? Somebody said because of local news. That's actually probably a really, really good answer. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your finally Friday, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Saturday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Saturday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 57. And a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday, high near 83. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. 
Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein with a special invitation. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker's Annual Wedding Ring Festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. Come shop the largest selection in the state of diamond engagement rings and the ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker's Wedding Ring Festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings, free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for qualified buyers. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual Wedding Ring Festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. This is the weekend to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Have you been dreaming of that perfect outdoor kitchen or entertainment space? What about that perfect sunroom? G3 Services can make that dream come true. Whether it's a man cave or she shed, G3 is the answer. Owner Derek Gentry and his crew will work hard to install your fence, deck, patio, or even build you a barn. G3 is a trusted outdoor living space contractor. You can find G3 Services on Facebook and Angie's List. Call them today or email Derek at dgentry01 at gmail.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Senate has passed its amended version of the bill aimed at funding outdoor recreation in Mississippi. Vastly different than the proposal sent over by the House, the Senate has removed the tax diversion to place money into a trust fund set aside for conservation efforts. In the amended version, which passed unanimously Wednesday, the funds would instead come by way of an allocation from the legislature. Several other changes were made to the bill that's likely headed to conference where the House and Senate will have to try to find common ground. And the Department of Health is reporting 679 new cases of COVID-19, which brings the state's total since the beginning of the pandemic in the state, which was one year ago today, to just over 299,000. With the confirmation of 19 additional deaths, 6,864 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. 
no matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Time to make a stop on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming online at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky, and happy to welcome to the show, I think, for the very first time, Zach Arnett, defensive coordinator at Mississippi State, going into his second season. Zach, really appreciate uh, a little bit of your time this afternoon. After the craziness of everything related to last season, not having a spring practice, being part of a new staff, having uh, a, a year with limited people in the stands, ups and downs on the field, a crazy offseason. Does it finally feel like you guys can just focus on football and it's going to feel normal? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's always good to get to chat, you know, spring practice preview and uh, talk about how hard the guys have been working, but no, I think you're right. Uh, this feels like you're kind of getting back to some sense of normalcy the way things were prior to, you know, when COVID hit last year. Obviously, you know, you have off season workouts, uh, winter conditioning, and then you, you start ramping up for spring practice. And, and this, this is about this time last year that all the stuff hit. And so we weren't able to go into spring practice. And so obviously there's a uh, big buzz and excitement around the place to know that we're going to get these 15, 15 practices in. In retrospect, how big a deal was it that you didn't get those 15 practices last year? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, it's always good. It's additional reps, but, um, yeah, we weren't the only, we certainly weren't the only team in the country who, who missed out on. I know we had a lot of buddies in the business who they might have got a couple in or, you know, three or four. Um, so I was kind of surprised. I was kind of thinking, now. Uh, Things changed with the vaccine going into dis- distribution and stuff. But I kind of thought every every school in the country a year ago, I thought, well, you plan on spring practice being the start of the first day of the spring semester so every team can guarantee they get it in. But uh, hmm. obviously, due to advancements, that has changed. And I think everyone's excited again to be getting back to kind of the normal calendar. Talk to me a little bit, if you don't mind, about coaching philosophy on the defensive side. I mean, they're, they're all different ways that guys coach it. The 4-3, the 3-4, the 4-2-5. You came up in the, the Rocky Long school of, of kind of defensive mindset, and it's not a system that, at least at the base level, a lot of people employ. What, what is it that makes the 3-3-5, when it's done right, successful, and, and why philosophically, other than the fact that you played in it and, and coached it with him, do you like this system? You know, I... I guess I'm going to maybe not argue with you for a sec, but uh, I, I don't okay. think the, the scheme you run and the guys on the field are a – I don't think that's philosophical. So, for instance, right, some teams are uh, base 4-3, uh, 
you know, four two five, three four, three three five. In my opinion, the philosophy of every coach, I don't care who it is and what they do, their, their philosophy is to get the best eleven players on the field. So number one, that's uh, you know, that's that's the core philosophy. Find out who your best eleven players are, and, and then you got to find out who your best twenty two are, right? Because you got to have backups who can who can go in there and not miss a beat. But you try to find out who your your best two deep are, and then and then you you adapt your scheme to fit who those guys are. Some teams it's four three, uh, some teams it's four two five three four, and we we happen to be a three three five. Now. Uh, philosophically, right? We, we, we like to be multiple, you know, multiple stunts and fronts, uh, vary the looks up for the opposing offense. So, you know, I happen to believe that our structure lends itself to that. Um, and then to be honest with you, I, I mean, I'll just speak frankly, I, I don't know how many teams are, are operating out of a true four, three and three, four structure right now with the way, with the, with the, uh, prevalence of the spread you know and everyone getting multiple receivers on the field and, and spreading out sideline to sideline even if they're a four three you know one of those linebackers has to be able to play like uh in the slot like either you know sometimes we call them a nickel safety yeah. so I, I think you're seeing five defensive backs on the field as the base defense for almost every defense in the country uh it's just you know how they configure six front guys around it, you know, four, two look three, three look. And so, um, but I think philosophically, I, I, most defensive guys are figure out who your best players are, get those guys on the field. And then before any type of scheme, you know, what you do schematically on the field, it, it comes down to getting your guard, you're getting your guys to play with fanatical effort, have a relentlessness chasing the football and, and being tough and physical. And, Fortunately, there's a long tradition of that at this university on the defensive side, and so I'm just the one fortunate enough to get to be here uh, working with these guys right now. So, so if personnel-wise, your base three-three-five didn't fit what you had in, in terms of dudes, what, would you kind of change up what that front six looked like? Am I hearing you say that right? Oh yeah. I mean, why why would you have a you know why would you not have your best players on the field, right? I mean that's yeah. You know, yes, coaching coaching is developing guys and uh, maximizing their potential. But a lot, <laughs> some of the best coaches, you figure out who your best players are and then let them go do what they do best. Um, so, if we happen to, you know, through recruiting or just the way things work out, if you if you end up getting a, you know, a, a run of really good players in a certain position group, well, you're not going to have one of them sitting on the bench just because you're a strict adherent to you know whatever. Sure. structural scheme you're in, you're going to get your best players on the field. It don't matter whether it's a 4D lineman or 6 DBs. Who cares? You get your best players on the field. Hey, Coach, Brian Haydad here. You know, I think it makes it a little easier to do your job sometimes when you have all SEC guys at, at each level, and I think you do. I, you know, I love Jaden Crumbity. I think I've talked to you about him a few times. I think Aaron Brule may be the most underrated player in the conference. You've got two great corners there in Forbes and Emerson. Who are some of the underrated guys that maybe didn't have a, a big splash last year that you could see taking a step forward, or maybe you've already seen it through the off-season workouts? Well, I think the first thing is we're going to need some guys. We're going to need some guys to take a step forward and make a jump because we lost some really productive seniors. You know, uh, up front, like you said, I think I think Crumity was one of the most underrated unsung guys there was because all he all he does is show up every day with a smile on his face and go about his work and. Uh, and be really consistent. He might be the most consistent player on the defense. 
Um, but you know, you know, last year you, you're losing the production from from Marquis Spencer and and Kobe Jones, and so obviously we're going to need some front guys to, to take a jump. You know, losing arrow at linebacker, obviously your middle linebacker, the defense flows through him. You know, gets everyone lined up, makes the calls, and then his career production. Um, those are some big shoes to fill. I have really high hopes for uh, Nathaniel Watson. Um, he, he played at every position at linebacker last year. Uh, he was kind of the, the Swiss Army knife that could knew it all and, and could do everything. He ended up having to go into the Missouri game. You know, they all got uh, got ejected for a textbook tackle on the second play of the game. <laughs> and so uh, uh, Buki had to play the rest of the game at Mike there. And so I think he's that got him some valuable reps and uh, really excited for, for what he's going to do now that it's his time. And then in the back end, you know, a lot of the guys he mentioned – Forbes, you know, he had some freshman moments, but he's better because of them, and he's going to be a – I'm telling you, he's going to be a NFL football player. Obviously, everyone knows about Martin and how uh, how good of a cover corner he is, and, and both those guys are willing to show up and run support in, in the safety position. Uh, we had some guys who, you know, like, like I said, a lot of people probably died last year, and, and they probably took some lumps at times, but they got a lot of, a lot of experience and, and made some plays and – really improved throughout the course of the season, and I'm excited to see that competition because now, you know, we've lost some guys to, to season-ending injuries early in the season or even in fall camp before they even got a chance to play. Now you got those guys back. you got the guys who, who played the majority of the snaps. Now that's a really uh, healthy room that there's going to be a heck of a competition for, for those spots here in spring practice. Zach Arnett, defensive coordinator at Mississippi State on your radio on the Farm Bureau phone line. Coach, only about a minute or so left, and, and I don't know if there's enough time to unpack this. When when Mike Leach first calls and says, hey, I want you to be my defensive coordinator, is there any hesitation based on his reputation and what he does offensively, knowing what you might be asked to do defensively, being his D.C.? No, not at all. When you get a chance to work for, work for Mike Leach, as successful he's been and at every place he's ever been, you get a chance to go work for him, learn under him, and then work work with an offense who's known for you know putting up points the way they do. Uh, that's a no brainer decision. And then the one thing I don't think a lot of people you know know is even this year, uh, Coach Leach's offense is usually such a high completion percentage, and and the way they execute and operate on the offense. They're actually typically very good in, in time of possession because, you know, the way the quarterbacks, and you saw it with Will, the way they can, you know, read yeah. the defense, distribute the ball, uh, it, that extends a lot of drives. And so I, I think this year, I could be wrong, but I think we finished third or fourth in the, in the conference time of possession. And obviously when, when our offense has the ball, that means the defense is over there with their butts on the bench. And so uh, you know you're not giving up yards and points at that moment. <laughs> That's uh, that's a good way to look at it, Zach. Really appreciate a, a few minutes of uh, your time this afternoon, some insight, and know uh, you guys are all looking forward to the start of spring practice. We are as well. Thanks so much for being with us this afternoon. Yep, thank you very much for having me. That is Zach Arnett, defensive coordinator, going into his second year in Starkville. Defense was pretty good a season ago, or at, at times was really good, and boy, they had some players. See what it looks like rolling into 2021. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is running smooth on 220 as well as Interstate 55 and 20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Step into spring and get your planting started at the Garden Extravaganza. Join us March 19 to the 21st at the new Trade Mart in Jackson. Shop garden, patio, and outdoor at one location. Garden centers, outdoor decor and accessories, landscapers, and so much more. Masks required, lots of space for social distancing and hand sanitizing stations. Follow Garden Extravaganza on Facebook today and get ready to shop till you drop. Friday, March 19, Saturday, March 20, and Sunday, March 21st at the Trade Mart in Jackson. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Fun conversation with Zach Arnett, the defensive coordinator at Mississippi State. Talking philosophy and base defense and alignment and why philosophically he doesn't think the base defense is all that important. And really some some interesting insight. Not that it was necessarily groundbreaking to say you want to get your best 11 players on the field. I think sometimes we get lined up in, well, this defensive coordinator runs X, and this guy runs Y, and this guy runs Z. And so because they were successful running a 4-2-5, we've got to run a 4-2-5 or a 3-4 or whatever. They really talked about the back end of the defense and the way uh, the way you cover has changed. If you missed any of that, you can go back and uh, get it on demand at supertalk.fm or via the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. I wish we had had about 10 more minutes with Zach Arnett. Really wanted to talk to him more about Rocky Long and kind of understanding what what that means to grow up and play in and coach under uh, a guy that seems to do it a little bit differently than the way most defensive coordinators have done it. There, there was a comparison that I really wanted to get to. You know, in college basketball, Virginia runs the pack line defense. Yeah. And they won a national championship with it. And because of the success they've had defensively with it, you're, you're tempted to ask the question, well, why doesn't everybody run the pack line? Well, given the success that Rocky Long has had coaching the 3-3-5, kind of curious why more coaches have not adopted that, like Zach Arnett is, or has, who played under Rocky Long at New Mexico, coached under him at New Mexico, and then at San Diego State. Maybe we can get into that next time. I'm just glad he was off the air before he heard you say that his defense was good last year. He would not have appreciated that one bit. Well, and and I kind of backtracked on that a little bit, but they had they got better. I mean, would that be the better way to describe it? No. Oh, I think his defense was really good last year, but that's a man that is all about the 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 the, the idea of you know we can always be better. It's never good enough. We're always improving. You know, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't take compliments all that great when, when you're talking to him. I, that's why I like talking to him though. There's there's no BS. There's no uh, there's no uh, you know. Yeah, and I kind of backtracked on that just a second when I was like, eh, it's some good players. Um, yeah. Because at times the defense wasn't good. But at times, especially down the stretch, I thought they were. So. Oh, I did too, yeah. Yeah. Injuries got the better of them towards the end of the season. When they, I mean, you look at the games against Georgia and Ole Miss when they were just, I mean, they were so decimated in the secondary at that point. And there's just nothing that they, they, he was just putting the guys he had out there. But when he was at full strength, I mean, that defense was really, really good. 
And I think they'll be really good this year. Yeah. Darius on the ceasefire text line says, what is the pack line? Um, it's a defensive philosophy that uh, that basically really clogs up the lane and the area around the basket. And the idea is it's kind of kind of cool watching Virginia practice before they even step on the floor. They have managers or graduate assistants or whomever come out and they put tape down on the floor. And there are certain areas that you do not allow the ball to get past this from a penetration standpoint. I'm not sure that I'm explaining it particularly well, but it's a style that takes a ton of discipline and a ton of work to coach. Um, and they've done a really, really good job with it at Virginia. There are a few other schools that do that, but certainly not to the uh, the level of success that Virginia has under Tony Bennett. Um, but, but the only reason I brought up the pack line defense was – because it's a philosophy that works when it's done right. Say a philosophy. It's a style that works when it's done right. But it's really hard to do it right and do it consistently and do it well. And you got to completely commit to it. Yeah. And, I, I, and it's, there's some things that you could take from that to like Mike Leach and the air raid, right? That Mike Leach is committed to his. You know, more. I think Mike Leach is committed to his system. I don't think that Zach Arnett so much is. Zach Arnett. Talks about being multiple and things of that nature. Mike Leach is running the air raid. That's how it's going to be. Now he might, you know, run a few more running plays out of the air raid, but that base system is never changing for Mike Leach. That's as true a statement as you've ever said on this year radio program. Even more when I talked I talked about how great you were. Way more than that. <laughs> Way more than that. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Somebody says, wasn't Rick Majerus the pack line guru? I don't know if they ran that or not. Dick Bennett was the creator of the pack line defense, and that is Tony Bennett's dad. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, 4 o'clock hour coming up next. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden this afternoon signing the latest round of coronavirus relief legislation. Stimulus checks will soon be on the way to millions of Americans now that President Biden has signed the American Rescue Plan into law. The $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package includes expanded unemployment benefits, which were due to lapse in three days, billions of dollars for testing and vaccine distribution, and funding for state and local governments. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. Today marks the official one-year mark since coronavirus was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. This time last year, there were 100 125,000 confirmed infections. That number is now 118 million. More than 2.6 million people have died. Fox's Simon Owen, President Biden will discuss the pandemic tonight in an address to the nation. America is listening to Fox News. 
Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601 Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senate Bill 2536, the Mississippi Fairness Act, is now law. With the stroke of a pen this morning, Governor Tate Reeves signed a bill which bans transgender athletes from competing on women's sports teams at state-run schools and universities. I am proud of the stand Mississippi is taking on this issue with the passage and ultimately the signing of the Mississippi Fairness Act. It sends a clear message to my daughters and all of Mississippi's daughters that their rights are worth fighting for. For more on the bill, visit supertalk.fm. And Richland Fire Chief Brandon Weems was missing for nearly two days after he didn't show up for a meeting Tuesday morning. After an exhaustive search by law enforcement, Weems was finally located in his attic late yesterday afternoon, alive and safe. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging. Okay, but I'm just saying. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs> Honey, our electricity just died. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Two gun control measures are being debated in Washington. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest says H.R. 8 would expand background check requirements. Now sales between individuals would require a background check. There are exclusions for close family members, but once you get outside that close family circle, uh, then you would be prohibited not only from selling me a gun without a background check, but even letting me borrow a gun. Another bill would allow the government to delay the sale of a firearm for an indefinite period of time. And if you're planning a spring break trip to the beach in Alabama or northwest Florida, the National Weather Service has issued a warning. There's a high risk for rip currents. They flow away from the shoreline, can quickly pull you from shore into deep water and become life-threatening. So what do you do if you get caught in one? Don't fight the current. Swim out of it and then to shore. But if you can't escape, don't panic. Just float or tread water. For more, visit supertalk.fm. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. We are glad to have you along for the ride. You want to be part of the conversation? Love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. Ceasefire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. This is uh, kind of a big, crazy anniversary day. Such mixed emotions, like recognizing March 11th as, oh, let's talk about what happened on March 11th a year ago. It just set in motion a year of suck. But we will. And we'll do it from a sports angle. But I got something else I want us to do before that. Patrick Aloysius Ewing. You know who I'm talking about. I didn't know Number hangs was in the rafters. Number 33 retired by the New York Knicks. 11-time All-Star. Rookie of the Year in 86, 50th anniversary team. You go back to when he was in college at Georgetown playing for John Thompson. Won a national championship in 1984. Most outstanding player of the Final Four. National College Player of the Year in 85. Three-time consensus, first-team All-American. Two-time Big East Player of the Year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In the NBA, 24,815 points, 11,617 rebounds, 2,894 block shots. Everybody knows who Patrick Ewing is, especially in New York City. Patrick Ewing now is the head basketball coach at Georgetown. 
has been since 2017. And today, in the Big East Tournament, Georgetown knocked off Villanova, 72-71. So Patrick Ewing was in a reasonably good mood after the game, but he had something that he wanted to talk about. Um, but I do want to say one thing, though. They, I, I thought this was my building, and I feel terrible that I'm getting stopped, accosted, asking for passes. I, I, everybody in this building should know who the hell I am. And I'm getting stopped. I can't move around this building. Like I, I, I was like, what the hell? Is this Madison Square Garden? I'm going to have to call Mr. Dolan and say, geez, is my number in the rafters or what? All right, all right let's go to Bobby Bangor. That was Patrick Ewing after Georgetown's win, 72-71, in the Garden over Villanova. I was amused by that. I can't decide if it's like, what are you doing? Come on, man. Just some poor schmuck doing their job. Or if Patrick Ewing has a legitimate beef. Leave the man alone. His number's in the rafters. Probably knows who Ewing is. Not uh, not everybody. I mean... Clearly. People that work security at arenas, not all of them are big-time basketball fans. And while you probably could put together based on his size and also everywhere he goes, people are probably looking at him just, oh, wait, is that Patrick Ewing? But random security person may not be a basketball fan. Maybe they're just collecting a paycheck. And their one job is to make sure that everybody that walks past you has this credential. And if he doesn't have his on... I mean, can you really blame them for stopping him and saying, hey, hold on, who are you? So is you just having fun here? Oh, or he's smiling. Is he yeah. a spoiled brat? I, th- I, or? I, think, I think he's just having fun. He's just having fun. you got to realize, I mean, a lot of the security guys, they may not even be from New York or even from America. Remember that one guy was from Zamunda at Madison Square Garden that one time. So, But there should be like a picture or something, right? A big picture of Patrick Ewing. It says, if this and Charles Oakley, because he'll just... He'll hurt you. Well, oh, Charles Oakley not exactly welcome at the Garden anymore. I think I think they they patched all that over. I would not tell Charles Oakley he couldn't go anywhere. Charles Oakley could say, "I'm coming to your house." Be like, "Yes, Mr. Oakley, would you like a drink?" I'm not messing with Charles Oak. Uh, but there are some places like that. I mean, you know, back in the day, Jack Crystal could walk in any building on the MSU campus. Nobody say anything to Jack Crystal. Nobody would say anything to Dak Prescott or to Eli Manning at Ole Miss. Just go where you want. You know who I am. Sometimes you know who I am is a real thing. Sometimes it's just some entitled, you know, daddy's boy, but a lot of times it's for real. Friend of mine texts me that a 22 year old security guard would have been one when Patrick Ewing retired. Yeah, and not everybody's a basketball fan. Yeah. I mean, he is a seven foot tall dude walking around in Georgetown gear. In the team area. Yeah. That's being stopped. You gotta wear a pass, you gotta wear a pass. That's how I would react at Two Brothers Barbecue if they were like, What are you doing here? Are you kidding me? You're the new guy, not me. Sorry. Uh, Gibbon Greenwood says (laughs) Charles Oakley's like the guy from Animal House. You mind if we dance with your dates? (laughs) Yes. Very much. I'm not messing with Charles Oakley. So, this was fascinating today on Twitter. Brian D. Fisher, who's a sports guy. I don't even know who he's with anymore. Uh, with Athlon Sports now. 
tweeted a chronological sampling of events from the day that was Wednesday, March 11th. Did he retweet this today, Borky? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this was originally tweeted on March 12th of 2020, and he retweeted it today. 11.34 a.m. Eastern Time, Rutgers closes its athletic events to fans. Almost an hour later, the College Football Hall of Fame class of 2020 was announced. Shortly thereafter, the CBI, the Invitational Tournament, was canceled. Really missed that one. At 1.16 p.m. Eastern, the Wall Street Journal reported that Major League Baseball was exploring alternate sites for games. At 1.50, first shoe dropped in terms of teams. The Columbus Blue Jackets closed their home games to fans. Five minutes after that, at 1.55 Eastern time, Tulsa football players were quarantined. Quarantine was not really part of our vernacular one year ago today. Obviously, we knew the word. It soon would be. Yeah, and that was a real one. I, I still see people that are like, oh, we've been been in quarantine for a year. No, you haven't. No, nah, that's not really what quarantine is. No. Um, at 2.10 Eastern time, the Golden State Warriors closed their home games to fans. It would be something at- to go back and read tweets. Of like, who'd you say Columbus Blue Jackets were the first team to shut it down? Yeah. yeah. How many people were like, y'all are overreacting? This well, is ridiculous. Sit, hey, hey, sit tight, because I got one coming for you. Okay. The XFL was still a thing. And at 2.35 Eastern Time, Seattle and Los Angeles announced that that XFL game, that coming weekend, was going to be played without fans. At 2.44, the governor of the state of Ohio confirmed that NCAA tournament games in Ohio would be played without fans. At 2.58 Eastern, the United States uh, State Department banned all non-essential travel. Then at 3 o'clock Eastern time, the Ivy League canceled all spring sporting events. I remember our reaction to that. It was an hour before we came on the show, an hour and six minutes before we came on the show, and we reacted negatively to it. And even with a year's hindsight, even though the Ivy League made ultimately the decision that everybody else was going to make, they made it sooner than they had to. Well, they, they are smarter than us up there. It, it is the Ivy League. They In the 3 o'clock hour? Season. Nah, don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Penn State closed its athletic events to fans. Then Washington did. In the 4 o'clock Eastern time hour, the NCAA advises against holding sporting events with fans. Fifteen minutes later, the NCAA says the NCAA tournament will be played without fans. 20 minutes after that, eight time zones away, seven, six, whatever it is, Italy shut down commercial activity. 
524, Michigan cancels its spring game. 6 o'clock Eastern time, Juventus, soccer player for them, tests positive for coronavirus. This timeline's fascinating, and there's a whole lot more to it throughout the rest of March 11th and into March 12th. We'll look at that next with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is running smooth on 220 as well as Interstate 55 and 20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. If you think basketball is mayhem, then you're going to think the deals and selection we have at Mazda of Jackson are insane. You will save big with low monthly payments on our amazing selection of cars, SUVs, and crossovers. Right now, get 0% financing on most new 2021 Mazdas in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Credit issues are a thing of the past, as our credit team works harder than anyone else to get you approved. That's what I call a slam dunk. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. So get here today to grab your deal, because it is complete mayhem. And it won't last long. Three, two, one. At Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. CX-5 stock number 4936. Three stock number 4846 with approved credit on select models. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. I was a drug addict for 16 years, but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program. Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296, or go to mercyhouseteenchallenge.org. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon, the 11th of March. It was one year ago today when things changed so very dramatically and so very quickly. So looking at the timeline, we had made it up to about 6 p.m. Eastern. You guys remember this day? It was wild. I mean, as somebody that stays on top of the news, I couldn't keep up with everything. I mean, yeah. and you're reading like every 20 minutes there was something new, but e- even then it felt like that's not e- it was so fast, just constant boom 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 boom. And then when they canceled the Jazz Thunder game, you knew it was over. I mean, all this other stuff was like, "Ah, we'll play without fans," that kind of stuff. When that game got canceled, it was over. We didn't take it super seriously. No. On the I afternoon know. of the 11th? Absolutely not. I mean, even the days that follow, we thought, hey, you know, maybe they could come back and play. That was, that was what everybody was thinking, though, because you heard the phrase 15 days to stop the spread, all that kind of stuff. So we weren't I was alone. Actually in off that. Work. I was off work these two days the 10th and the 11th, or maybe the 11th and the 12th. I was coming back on that Friday of that week. And uh, yeah, everything just, you know, I remember getting a bunch of. Yeah, you get when you work in the media, you get a ton of emails from from your university's media relations. Anything that anything that's happening, they send you an email about it. So I'm getting emails like, okay, they're going to play with limited fans. Uh, Twenty minutes later, uh, they're going to play with no fans. And then I remember Friday morning was when tweets started going out that they were pulling the kids off the bus at LSU who were supposed to travel to Oxford, and that they were the kids from that state's baseball team wasn't going to Fayetteville. I was like. They're about to stop everything, and then you know Friday's the day where they canceled the College World Series, right? And I just remember getting seeing that that uh, that yeah graphic. they canceled the College World Series before the SEC canceled the rest of the regular season. And I, I remember seeing the graphic and seeing okay, I, I just read it the first time. I was like, okay, they canceled the NCAA tournament, and then I really read it. I was like, wait a minute, they canceled all of spring sports. The College World Series is in here, and then that's when I was like, you know, yeah. wow, we're we're in this for the long haul. So in the 6 o'clock Eastern hour, Maryland shut down its athletic events to fans. The San Jose Sharks closed their home games to fans. The Big Ten closed the men's basketball tournament and all spring sports to fans. The Big 12 limited the men's basketball tournament to teams, 125 tickets, and no cheerleaders. 7.30 Eastern, Oregon and TCU closed athletic events to fans. 743, Boston College shuts it down to fans. ACC follows suit at 758. 759, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day says no recruiting. 8 o'clock, Nevada UNLV closed down athletic events to fans. And then at 840, the Jazz Thunder game was postponed. Game... About to start, fans in the building. Teams are on the court, ready to go. Teams are on the court, officials are out. Medical expert comes out and goes, not yet. And they sent the, didn't they send the teams back to the locker room? They did, yes. and then did not bring them back out. And then you had the PA guy saying, the game's been postponed, you have to leave. And he, you can hear it in his voice, he's like, everybody's safe, everybody's safe, but you have to leave, and the game's canceled. You've got Chris Paul yelling at the officials saying, no, 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 you're going to tell us why you're sending us back to the locker room. They didn't tell the Thunder. So the health official came out after they got Gobert's test and that it was positive, 
and told, I guess, the game officials and somebody else. And that's when they decided, okay, this is over. Like, we need to, you know, get back to the locker rooms and figure it out. And they didn't tell the Thunder right away. So Chris Paul's like, no, I'm not leaving this spot until you tell me why my team's having to go back to the locker room. What is going on here? And they wouldn't tell him initially. And then, of course, they didn't bring the teams back on the court. And there was one more game that was scheduled that night that they postponed. And that's when it went from, you know, this thing's in Europe, this thing's in Asia, it's fine here, there's not that many cases to, again, like I said earlier, that was that was the time when you knew that this was a heck of a lot worse than you were hoping it would be. And that's kind of when everybody else jumped on board. There was already a long list, as you read, of people that were cha- making changes. But when the NBA yeah. stopped everything, everybody else followed in line, and it was over. 9.04 Eastern Time, then President Trump announced the European travel ban. And we had some close friends that were in Paris at the time. I had a friend and, leaving for uh, for Italy like a, a few days after this, and he didn't get to go. Yeah. Well, but... We were worried about our friends being able to come home. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's like they're already there. Yeah. They're doing spring break trip as a family. There was and a... Go ahead. I've talked to him about it since. I mean, this is the middle of the night there. And we're like, hey, hey, are you guys going to be able to get home? You need to be getting on with the air. And apparently they woke up, you know, the next morning and had like 40, 50, 60 text messages from people saying, you know, what we didn't know at the time, because it wasn't entirely clear, was that if you were a United States citizen abroad, you could still come home. They weren't shutting right. that down, but there was right. a severe limit on flights that were available, and so it got a little more difficult. There was a really interesting story about a couple who was on honeymoon in like the Maldives, and basically they were stuck there. Yeah, at for some, you know, months, right? For like at some two thousand dollar a night resort. It was just them and the staff. For they, I think they were there for two weeks past their honeymoon, but trying to fly home. And they, they get, they're getting continued to they're get getting charged. Uh, they, they got charged for a lot of it. I think at some point they were just like, "Guys, you can send us the bill. We're out of money at this point." And yeah, <laughs> I, I never I never saw the, the 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 finale of that. I should try to go back and find it, but I just thought it's, they were stuck in paradise basically, with the whole world melting down around them. I wonder if they wish they had stayed. Eh. There's a, a documentary, a, a short documentary you can watch on YouTube about uh, like a, a a super hippie music festival. So it's not like Bonnaroo or something. We're talking like way, way deep down in the realms of hippie world. But they all got stuck on their uh, remote island location for a long time as well. They wouldn't let them leave. Just live off the land, man. It, it was like the fi- It was like Firefest, but. The organizers actually did a good job of keeping them fed with actual food. Here we have white bread with one slice of ham and one slice of cheese. Enjoy. Two minutes after President Trump announced the European travel ban, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson said that they had tested positive for coronavirus, and people freaked out. So it started getting real. 927, Rudy Gobert reportedly tests positive for coronavirus. Four minutes after that, the NBA season is suspended. And then fast forward to the next morning. I mean, there were some other things that happened that night, but nothing of like 
supreme importance. Oh, there was one other thing. Nebraska was playing in the Big 12 tournament, and their head coach, Fred Hoiberg, basically collapsed on the court and had to be taken to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And people were like, how irresponsible it is of you. You felt bad. All this stuff's going on around, and yet you still went to coach. Turns out he had the flu. It's the regular old flu. But it was a scary moment. Fast forward to the next day. Wednesday. Hold on. That's uh, We're on Wednesday. So it's now Thursday, March 12th, which is tomorrow. And good golly, did things spin out of control on March 12th. Starts out at 6.35 a.m., which would have been, I guess, 9.35 Eastern time. John Swafford says the ACC games are still on. We fast forward to 8.47, that's Pacific time, so that would have been 10.47 Central time. The SEC canceled its men's basketball tournament. One minute later, the American Athletic Conference canceled its tournament. One minute later, the Big Ten canceled its tournament. This is actual dominoes falling. It is legitimately one after another. Eight minutes later, the Atlantic 10 canceled its tournament. Three minutes later, the WAC shuts it down. Exact same time, Conference USA shuts down both their men's and women's tournaments. 909, the MAC shuts down its tournament. ACC, it takes them until 916. So 29 minutes after the SEC shut it down, the ACC shut it down. The Pac-12 was one minute later. And then at 9.32 Pacific time, so 11.32 where we are, the SEC suspended all on-campus sports indefinitely. There would be no more spring sports. No more baseball, no more softball, no more golf, no more tennis. It was done. Came to an absolute screeching halt. Come a long way in a year. Covered a lot of ground. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your finally Friday, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Saturday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Saturday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 57. And a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday, high near 83. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, 
then you are ready for an X mark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Xmark pricing and special Xmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Selling your vehicle, we'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot, we'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you, we'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you, well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you, well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senate Bill 2536, the Mississippi Fairness Act, is now law. With the stroke of a pen this morning, Governor Tate Reeves signed a bill which bans transgender athletes from competing on women's sports teams at state-run schools and universities. I am proud of the stand Mississippi is taking on this issue with the passage and ultimately the signing of the Mississippi Fairness Act. It sends a clear message to my daughters and all of Mississippi's daughters that their rights are worth fighting for. For more on the bill, visit supertalk.fm. And Richland Fire Chief Brandon Weems was missing for nearly two days after he didn't show up for a meeting Tuesday morning. After an exhaustive search by law enforcement, Weems was finally located in his attic late yesterday afternoon, alive and safe. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new $20 scratch-off game, the $100 million extravaganza. There's $100 million in cash prizes, and you could win up to $500,000 on a single ticket. The game also includes millions of prizes, ranging from $20,000 to $50,000, including 600,000 prizes between $50 and $500. Play the new $20 scratch-off game, $100 million extravaganza, today. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. Bad internet is bad for business we've all been there lagging video chats what I said. slow downloads oh come on it's just not a good look instead call ceasefire business our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest most reliable internet around period no excuses no apologies just fiber fast internet that works ceasefire business see how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com 
If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us Thursday afternoon. We're past the halfway point on the show. Time for us to go again to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Teddy Cahill joins us right now. Teddy from Baseball America. Always enjoy the conversations. Teddy, what do you know about the SEC now that you didn't know three weeks ago? Yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting question. I think that we have learned that South Carolina is a little better than I realized. I, I think that the talent has come together very impressively there. They're off to an undefeated start. Um, I think that we've kind of been able to see a little bit better what the bottom of the conference looks like. I think that we're not necessarily surprised, or at least I'm not necessarily surprised by who's in that bottom tier but I think it has become a little more apparent uh, exactly who is in that bottom tier. And, um, you know, I I have also learned that Arkansas's pitching staff, maybe I spent a little too much time worrying about how exactly it would shake out and not enough time just looking at how much talent they had amassed on the mound. Does Dave Van Horn get enough credit for the job that he's done at Arkansas? You know, I think he does. Um, I, I think that if you talk to people around the country, though, they're all very impressed with what he's done at Arkansas, at Nebraska, building those two programs. Um, you know, it, it he, he does fall a little bit under the rug sometimes because he has no national titles. I think yeah. that that is a little bit of a, of a hamstring for him in terms of that. Now, you always would hear about Mike Martin and how he didn't have national titles, but how he, how good he was and deservedly so. But I, you know, I think there's a difference between doing it for 40 years and in DVH's case, doing it for, for half that long or thereabouts. So uh, maybe a little bit, but I, I think that people, at least within the SEC, uh, certainly understand how good, uh, his teams have been throughout the years at Arkansas. Did you have South Carolina ranked in the preseason top 25? We did. They were number 18. Okay, so they were at 18, and I don't have the poll in front of me. Where, where are they this week? They are they are up to 10. And I, I'm glad we jammed them into the 10. Like, if you if you look at some other polls, you won't see them in the top 10. I'm, I'm happy we were able to find a spot for them there. How much could they jump with a series win or a sweep in Austin this weekend? I mean, if they swept, that would be a very loud statement. But even just winning the series in Texas, I mean, they're they're moving up off of that. I mean, once you get into the top ten, some of this kind of depends on what's going on around you a little bit. Um, but you know, that would be 
one of the more significant series wins for either team, I think, to this point. Uh, you know, if you look across the country, uh, you know, South Carolina going on the road to Texas would be uh, would be one of the better better series wins out there. I think now, I, the the danger in that is if they sweep Texas. I might have to start thinking about like, well, what if Texas isn't as good as we thought they were? Uh, right. Because that would be the second time that they would have been been swept on a weekend. Strange as that opening weekend might have been in, in the greater context of things, but uh, you know, it, it's a it's a really good pitching team there in Austin, and so if uh, if South Carolina is able to handle that, especially on Friday night against Ty Madden, a guy who looks like a top ten draft pick uh, coming this summer. That would, that would be very impressive for them going into SEC play in a week. I, I guess your point, once you get to 10, I mean, it gets really hard to move up, especially at this time of the year when the majority of the teams that are in the top 10 are not losing, and they're certainly not losing more than once in a week. I mean, if you drop two in a week at this point and you're in the top 10, there's a good chance that you're going to be outside the top 10. When you look at the competition right now, I mean, Arkansas didn't play in the midweek, and they're headed to Ruston, Louisiana. They're probably not going anywhere. I mean, Mississippi State gets a pretty good win last night against uh, Louisiana after beating Grambling the night before. And they got Eastern Michigan coming in. They're not going anywhere. Vandy's not going anywhere. Ole Miss isn't going anywhere. Uh, you know, you, you get down to Miami and Georgia Tech, the ACC's kind of already started. It, am I on to something here that, that once you hit a certain point in the rankings, it gets really, really difficult to move up? I mean, I think, yeah, your, your point about especially this time of year that, you know, give it a, give us like two more weeks and, you know, the SEC will be playing conference games just like the ACC is and the Pac 12 will be playing conference games and the Big 12 will be playing conference games. And then you just start seeing a little more, you know, opportunities for losses. But, you know, in this weekend, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little sparse. You got, you got a mini, SEC Big 12 challenge because you got you got the South Carolina series we're talking about and you got Vanderbilt going to Oklahoma State and aside from that you know the the teams up here in this in this range of the rankings are not playing high end competition so yeah I, I think you are onto something uh, but I, I also think that's a little bit unique to the the start of the season that deeper into the season we we see a lot more opportunities for for movement just by playing conference opposition. And I know polls only mean so much. I was, I was actually having a conversation about this earlier this week with uh, a colleague of yours, another public, Eric Sorensen. Yeah, I'm sure you know Eric. And we were talking about the, the cluster of SEC teams in the top five in particular. And he said, you know, these are teams that are going to be there, they're going to be there, they're going to be there. And I generally agree with that. But with league play a week away, somebody's got to lose some games, right? I mean, you, you can't have everybody just win and win and win because you're playing each other. Right. I actually I hate that our top four is from the SEC entirely. Not because I, I think that the SEC shouldn't have that. Like I, I just it's hard for me to believe that the best four teams, uh, or in some polls cases, the best five teams, are all from the same conference. That you know. They're benefiting. The SEC is benefiting right now. Those those top teams because they haven't started conference play, whereas the ACC has. And um, you know, I, again, this is not to say any of those teams aren't deserving of being where they are. That that's where they should be right now. But no, give it a few weeks. You know, you got three teams from the SEC West in the top five, 
that, that's that's not sustainable. They're going to beat each other, and uh, you know, the other teams in that division in that conference are going to be capable of beating them as well, even if they aren't ranked right now. You know, you know, say what you want about LSU losing to Oral Roberts. I don't know that anyone would tell you that. Give them a month. Give them six weeks to figure some stuff out. You know, when they go to play one of these Mississippi schools, you know, that's going to be a big series that everyone's going to be up for, and LSU might might be able to win a series. You know, even if it's an upset, they're fully capable of doing that. So, yeah, right now, I mean, I don't think any of those teams is going anywhere in the sense that they're not suddenly going to become bad teams, but you know, some of those teams are probably going to fall out of the, the very lofty rankings that they have right now, even if it's just for a brief couple of weeks after they take a tough series loss. Teddy Cahill from uh, from Baseball America visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Teddy, it feels like we're at the point of the year where the biggest news that we're getting until we get into conference play for everybody is injury news. Uh, Ole Miss has been without Peyton Chatagnier since uh, Game 3 of the opening weekend. We find out this week that they're going to be without um, Doug McKenzie on Friday, dealing with a, a little bit of a chest muscle issue, a pec area issue. And so he's not going to pitch more as a precaution, but I think just kind of give him a little time to heal up. Will Bednar comes back and pitches a little bit last weekend for Mississippi State and um, gets the start in the midweek against Grambling, goes two innings, you know, certain number of pitches they wanted him to throw. Are, are we doing that right if, if we're kind of looking at this and saying, okay, the biggest news right now is who's healthy? I mean, Alabama dealing with, what, the little bit of a, an issue with one of their starters as well. Is that the thing that's most concerning, you think, right now for coaches? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think at this time of year you're, you're looking at, you know, everyone just wants to get into conference play and be healthy for that. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know who among these guys, you know, is, uh, you know, if, if this were in May, like, would, would one or more of these players be able to, to suit up? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate on that, but, you know, I mean, the, the biggest thing that anyone can do right now, any of these teams you're talking about, is just get, get to SEC play and, and be healthy for it. You know, what happens this weekend, um, you know, against some of this, this level of competition is, it, it's not going to move the needle. So, you know, just just get Nikhazy back to full strength, and then get him back on the mound. Get Will Bednar built up. Uh, you know, after throwing those those few innings, get get them to to a point where they they can take on uh, the the higher end uh, competition. So yeah, I, I think right now health. I mean, health is always a big deal. Health is a big deal, especially in the 2021 season, and and especially at, at the point where we are now. I, I think that's a, a fair read on it. Have you heard any sort of an update on Connor Prelip at Alabama? What's going on with his injury? I, I have not heard any recent update on that. I uh, I do not expect that he'll be back this weekend, I believe. Uh, but I don't know what to expect going forward with him. Sounds good. Teddy, always appreciate your time. Good visiting with you, and we'll catch up with you soon. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, as always. It's Teddy Cahill from uh, Baseball America, plugged in. Connor Prelip has started only one game for Alabama. Five innings in the season opener, four hits, eight strikeouts, no walks. He was pretty darn good right out of the gate, but has not pitched since, uh, what, mid-February. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Traffic is running smooth on 220 as well as Interstate 55 and 20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ's sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Mencota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha outboard package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. 
here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Teddy Cahill joining us from Baseball America on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. I was thinking during our kind of one-year COVID is here anniversary conversation, and if you want to read through the rest of that timeline, you can do it. Um, It's from Brian D. Fisher on Twitter. So we stopped playing sports on March 12th. Shut it down. That was Thursday, March 12th. The last American professional sports of any kind happened on Friday, March 13th with the players in Ponte Vedra Beach. They had a big old party Friday night, and then they woke up Saturday morning and said, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. We went until May 17th without a sporting event in the United States. That's when NASCAR came back, and they ran seven races in ten days starting on May 17th, and I remember what a big deal it was. And we had the launch of the KBO That's right. We spent the better part of a month talking about the Korean baseball organization. And then as we got into the summer, we started to feel like maybe there's a chance, maybe there's a chance. We made it to football season. It's been a weird year. It's been a weird basketball season. And I don't think we've made it all the way back. COVID still exists. I never... 700 cases that were reported today in Mississippi. Am I crazy for thinking all of a sudden I've gotten to the point where I'm surprised when I hear somebody tested positive for COVID? We are circling back. Like, that Duke news today was surprising to me. Yeah, it's sort of out of nowhere, yeah. Duke had a COVID positive, backed out of the ACC tournament. With a practice player. And... I don't believe this. I don't believe that Duke did what the people are making fun of Duke for today. Because, as you guys know, Mike Krzyzewski has had some convenient things happen when his teams weren't very good. I understand. I mean, I was laughing at some of the jokes today that that Coach K knew that Duke wasn't going to make the tournament and... And so he had one of his ball boys uh, claim he tested positive and shut the team down to avoid embarrassment. I mean, I was laughing at those kind of jokes today. I'm not going to lie. It is nice, though. So I know that the NCAA and CBS would prefer Duke make it. It's nice to know they didn't. Hmm. Same with Kentucky. It's nice to know that Kentucky's not going to be there. There's some new faces every now and then. Yeah. There's, there's still power programs in there. We're still going to see... Some of the familiar faces, but like Gonzaga, yeah, who, who used to be on the other end of this discussion. Yeah, 
Used to be Cinderella, now they're the Wicked Stepmom. It's just nice to have a little parody. Yeah. And, and I don't I mean, want it every year. I want Duke in there most years because I want somebody to take them down. But one year without him is not going to kill us. Yeah. I just I, I was thinking that today. Duke, I mean... And, and by the way, Duke getting bounced and Syracuse losing today, both good things for Ole Miss. Everything good that... Uh, Everything that Ole Miss needed to happen to help their cause is happening, it seems like, right now. Uh, they just got to take care of business. You've got St. John's and who? St. John's is playing. It's a 4-5 seed matchup in the Big East tournament. St. John's and somebody. Anyway, they're both just behind Ole Miss on the bubble. You need one of them. Uh, obviously, one of them is going to lose today. You need the other one to lose. Uh, St. John's and Seton Hall. They're both one spot behind Ole Miss on Lunardi's bubble. You want one of them to lose today and the other one to lose tomorrow. So Mississippi State winning today, I mean, very marginally, but it helped. They turned into a quad one win, and they... No, are no longer a quad three loss. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> if Ole Miss makes the tournament, I got a tweet ready. Shout out Clarion Ledger's headline writers that are based in Nashville. Shout out to Nashville. It's ready to go. I'm sure it is. I, I bet you're not the only one. <laughs> People have long memories. Somebody says now it's North Carolina. You could just if uh, North Carolina, you could just think this season and miss the tournament. What a glorious trifecta it would be! If Kansas missed, I guess it would be a quadfecta. North Carolina got a little bit better. They did. You know they the best team player the game last night. Yeah, and they did it without Harrison Brooks. Yeah, Garrison Brooks. I'm sorry, I said Harrison without Garrison Brooks. Who's the best player for North Carolina? And play the what-if game should have been a Mississippi State Bulldog. Yeah. Dad George Brooks is an assistant, longtime assistant on the Mississippi State staff. Mm-hmm. Sports Talk Mississippi will turn our attention to college football when we come back with you. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today signing into law the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package, calling it historic legislation. It's about rebuilding the backbone of this country and giving people in this nation, working people, middle-class folks, uh, People who built the country a fighting chance. Republicans had opposed the measure, citing its cost and saying it had a lack of targeted COVID relief. Tonight, the president will address the nation as the world marks one year since coronavirus was declared a pandemic. President Biden is expected to acknowledge the sacrifices Americans have made as they endured pandemic-related shutdowns. The sacrifices that have been made, the lives that have been lost. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the president will also discuss a path forward out of the crisis. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. America is listening to Fox News.
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He's spoken out on social media about a pipeline which would run from Tennessee to Mississippi, but now he's making a personal appearance. Former Vice President Al Gore is set to be in Memphis Sunday for a rally against the Bahalia Pipeline. He and others like Jane Fonda and actor Danny Glover have publicly opposed the pipeline, which would run from South Memphis through DeSoto County and into Marshall County. And it's been one calendar year since Mississippi's first confirmed case of COVID-19. It was March 11, 2020, that the Mississippi State Department of Health confirmed that the coronavirus pandemic had in fact made it to Mississippi. Since then, through waves, peaks, and valleys, the state has seen just just under 300,000 confirmed cases, and over 6,800 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Thankfully, here on March 11th of 2021, there does appear to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Okay, my name's not Smokey, and I'm certainly not a bear, but I do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires. If it's a windy day, don't burn, and make sure you're not under a burn ban, because like the slogan says, only you can prevent wildfires. I know, it sounds better when he says it. So pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat, and visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips. A message from the Mississippi Forestry Commission through a grant from the USDA Forest Service. With more to come, there's already been a lot of back and forth between the House and Senate over Medicaid. Tim Moore with the Mississippi Hospital Association says the possibility that the program could be removed from under the governor's office and set back up under a commission is still alive. I think there's an awful lot of money that's tied up in Medicaid. I mean, it's the largest budget item we have. And to have additional eyes on it, additional processes to look and see how it's working, you know, that's probably not a bad idea. But, uh, you know, we're, just, we're not taking a stand on that. And as we all prepare to spring ahead this weekend, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is pushing for permanent daylight saving time. Along with Florida Senator Marco Rubio, Hyde-Smith introduced the bill to get rid of the clock-changing event that was uniformly implemented back in 1966. Hyde-Smith explained that studies have shown that making this change permanent could benefit the economy, especially in the agricultural sector. 
This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices. Plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm. The Super Talk Mississippi app. And always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thank you for being with us. Love to have you a part of the conversation. You can do just that on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better with a ceasefire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how ceasefire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. Game one of the SEC tournament today, Mississippi State a winner, 74-73 over Kentucky. In game two, it was Florida, 69-63 over Vanderbilt. Mississippi State will play the number one seed, Alabama, tomorrow. Florida and Tennessee will ma- uh, match up in a 4-5 game tomorrow as well. Georgia and Missouri will play the next game on the docket, Tip-off at 6 o'clock from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. And then following that game, most important game of the, uh, the the first full day of the tournament, Ole Miss and South Carolina. And I say most important because of what Borky has laid out earlier this week, and that is Ole Miss is really the only team outside of somebody running all the way through the finals to win the tournament. Not making light of that. Mississippi State alive. They, they've got that as a possibility for them. But in terms of playing their way into an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament without actually winning and getting the automatic bid, Ole Miss is the only team in this field of 13 that has anything to play for. You know the six that are in? Missouri is in. Florida is in. Tennessee is in. Arkansas is in. Alabama is in. There's one more that I didn't say. 
The three LSU. seed. LSU is in. Those six are in. Ole it's Miss is that, very much in the Missouri. It's funny that Missouri is in. Ole Miss beat them twice and is seeded higher. But and has two more SEC wins. Yeah. But Missouri Same has a win against Illinois. And yeah. the, the net is fascinating to me. So it, clearly it's different than the RPI. But Ole Miss beat Vanderbilt at home. Vanderbilt not very good. Metrics better than Boston College's, though. Ole Miss beats Vanderbilt at home and moves back. Just one spot, but moves back in the net. Duke beats a four-win Boston College team in the ACC tournament and moves up nine spots in the net. Explain that to me like I'm five. I can explain it to you very easily. They're Duke. But isn't it just a mathematical formula? Yeah, Part but of it's... the formula is that they're Duke. <laughs> well, you know, If X equals Duke, then Y equals N. Who you beat, who you beat beat, where you beat them, and where those games were. I mean, that, I think those that are was the... a four-win Boston College team, and they moved up nine spots. They jumped Ole Miss for beating a four-win Boston College team. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, okay, I know it's a mathematical formula, but is there is there something going on here? Because that doesn't make any sense. JB says, if the Rebs win, who do they play? They play LSU tomorrow night. Who somehow, some way is still being coached by Will Wade. Who is the cleanest person on that campus right now, but that's a conversation maybe for another day. He and Paul Maneri, man. I mean, at this point, Will All Wade, Will Wade is, was doing was trying to pay players to come right. play for him at LSU. Will Wade's biggest not even crime, a crime. It's is, not a crime. is giving a 17-year-old a bunch of money. I mean, if that's the worst thing he did, then he's all right. That's totally yeah. legal. <laughs> All right, it is time for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to the website buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. It's truck month, which means... Great time for you to get behind the wheel of the F-150, the best-selling vehicle in America. F-Series overall, best-selling trucks in America for 44 straight years. We started this yesterday. We will pick it up with the University of Georgia. What is the first national title in 41 years? What is the biggest question that each team in the SEC has going into spring practice? What is it for the Georgia Bulldogs? It's kind of a big picture thing. because Daniels was really good at the end of last year. Now we'll see what happens when SEC teams have film out. It's not like the back end of their schedule was all that difficult. Although I think the way he played against Cincinnati is better than people give it credit for. They see Cincinnati and they think, ah, I mean, throwing for almost 400 yards, whatever, at Cincinnati, but... That's a good defense. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a big-picture thing. But are you ready yet? 
I mean, this is an opportunity where I think the SEC may be as vulnerable as it's been in quite some time, including Alabama. Now, again, it's Alabama. They're probably going to be fine. But who else is a contender in the SEC? Who else? So that's the question. Then, so is, are how you is ready Kirby now? Smart going to blow it? Yeah, true. That's that's the question. How is he going to mess it up? Because he always finds a way to get, you know, nine times out of ten, he can ta- out-talent his way out of uh, whatever the problem is. But every now and then, and last year was the case of that, they don't do, they're not able to do that. It should be in, a perfect In four story. starts, JT Daniels went 4-0. Mm-hmm. He was 80 of 119, 67% for 1,231 yards, 10 touchdowns, and two picks. He threw for 401 and four touchdowns against Mississippi State. Just 139 against South Carolina, two TDs and a pick. Against Missouri, 299, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and against Cincinnati in the bowl game, 392 yards passing with a touchdown and an interception. That's a big game against a, a good team. I mean, yeah. but it's a perfect storm, or at least it should be. You finally got a quarterback, right? I mean, you got a guy that apparently is dynamic. You've got an offensive play caller that has been exceptional in multiple different places, including NFL experience and all familiar name to Southern Miss fans. You, you've got everything, and now you've got an, an Alabama team that's replacing a quarterback with a young quarterback with no experience, You've got an SEC that seemingly is down relative uh, to recent years. Are you finally ready now to be a national championship winning football team? Because that's all we've heard, right? Is Kirby Smart's bringing them there. The recruiting's great. My gosh, a guy from The Athletic wrote a book about how Kirby Smart returned Georgia to glory, but he hasn't won anything yet. Is this the year you're actually going to prove it? instead of us talking about it all offseason, and on the field you don't. Because in all honesty, if, if you take the names off the programs, they should be the favorite to win the national title this year with what they bring back. They, they should. Uh, oh, okay, now, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drill down on you just for a second. Okay. Because, Borky, you, you started what you were saying by saying it's a big-picture question. And I completely agree with you. But this exercise (laughs) is the biggest question going into spring practice. And so going into spring ball, what's the biggest question that Georgia needs to answer? Is it running back? Is it more guys that can catch passes from JT Daniels? Yeah, it's, it's... Are they going to make their offense look like offenses are supposed to look in 2021? See, that's take their offense out of 1997 and get to 2021. If they can do that, sky's the limit. I think that's what they started doing. I think that was the intention going into last year with Todd Munkin as the offensive coordinator. And then because they were hamstrung at quarterback with Stetson Bennett the fourth and Jamie Newman stepping away. And who was the freshman that played uh, Mathis, Dewan Mathis, Mathis, not being any good? Didn't he transfer out? Yes. I think he transferred. Not sure where, but yes, he did transfer out. And and so it took a while. But I thought that Georgia offense evolved late in the year. So my question is, can they put the pieces in place this spring 
so that when they open the season and they don't exactly ease into things next year, can they hit the ground running and be what they were offensively at the end of the year? Plus, plus. Can they take it another step? To me, that's the question. The offense for Georgia. Can they begin to look like Alabama looks offensively? They should be able to. Will Kirby Smart allow that to happen? Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident has been reported in Hines County, I-20 before Springbridge Road exit 36. Expect delays westbound. Use caution when driving through that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or on Online at BenNelson.com. It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Minkota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha outboard package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Big Pop. A Big Pop Gun Show invites you to the Capital City Gun Show Saturday, March 13th, Sunday, March 14th at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, I-55 South, Exit 88, Elton Road, Exit on the Frontage Road. There'll be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals, all kinds of gun accessories. All federal, state, and local laws must apply, and COVID safety guidelines must be applied for all of our safety reasons. I-55 South, Exit 88 at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. See y'all this week. Calling the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 Just Tough is like calling me, D-Nice, just a DJ. Call it fresh, with an available interior work surface for putting in work or getting in lunch. Call it connected, with standard SYNC 4 technology, plus a huge available 12-inch touchscreen. Call it capable, with available Pro Power onboard outlets for tools or turntables. Call me D-Nice. Actually, Tough This Smart can only be called F-150. Introducing the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Built Ford Proud. Built Ford Tough. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Let's skip ahead. We've been going alphabetically and uh, kind of taking our time through these questions. We've knocked out Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, and Georgia. Let's move ahead and talk about Mississippi State for a second. Bulldogs going into year two of Mike Leach, year two of Zach Arnett. Seem to have established a quarterback. Obviously, K.J. Costello began the year as the QB. We ended the year with Will Rogers playing pretty darn well for Mississippi State. And while the win-loss record was not what anybody wanted it to be or certainly thought it was going to be after what they did in Week 1 against LSU, that year is now in the rearview mirror. And so, hey, Dad, with spring practice getting close to the start, Year two, officially about to get rolling. What's the biggest question for the Bulldogs going into spring practice? Obviously, for me, it's it's all going to be on the offensive side of the ball. I, I know we we talked to him earlier. I trust Zach Arnett in that defense. I think that uh, I think that that they'll be fine. There's there's plenty of talent there. Offensively, it's it's just about getting better. You know, when we talk to, uh, to, to, to Mike Leach and when we've talked to people, uh, about that offense, they always talk about how important repetition is. This is your first real opportunity to get those repetitions in a situation where you're not, you know, planning for games. Um, so what kind of steps is Will Rogers going to take this, this spring? And, you know, I, I, I'm, I think Jack Abraham, you know, coming to Mississippi State, I think he's going to be in this quarterback battle. I, I think Will Rogers will win, will win it outright, but, I do think that Jack Abraham can make it interesting. Let me ask you why on that. Sure. Uh, I mean, Jack Abraham had a good career at Southern Miss. No, no debating that. But you know, you only have one year with him. He's a grad yeah. transfer. It's got one year of eligibility. Why would you go the route of playing a grad transfer who has only one year of eligibility? When you saw what Will Rogers is capable of, and you could continue his development, and you know you've got him for at least two more years after this season, at least maybe three. Well, I don't know what the depth chart looked at while I at Washington State, but it worked out pretty good for Gardner Minshew. It, it did. Came in as a gra- it came in as a grad transfer, and when you look at Minshew's college stats compared to Abraham's, Abraham's are a lot better, a lot better. Much more accurate passer, and this is a system where accuracy is such a uh, a prerequisite. So we'll see. I mean, I, I just I could see Jack Abraham making it interesting, and I won't be totally surprised if he wins the job. I think Will Rogers will, though, uh, at the end of the day. And then you know the skill position guys. Obviously, you know what you got with Jaden Wally. Somebody needs to step up alongside of him, uh, be it Tulu Griffin, Malik Keith, maybe the freshman Teddy Knox, and then Marks and Johnson. Those last four games of the season where State was actually able to run the ball a little bit, that's got to continue. They've got to build and get become bigger parts of the offense than they were last year. I think Johnson ended up, or I'm sorry, Marks ended up with like 400 yards receiving on on 60, 65 catches. I mean, you got to have more. You got to have more than that. You got to be around 10 yards a catch. If he can do that, that's going to be great. So yeah, it's all about the offensive skill guys for me. I like the, the State's offensive line. I think they're they're going to be better this year. I think they've got some some good pieces there, but I want to see how much better they're going to be at the skill position, and I want to see if what Leach has told us in the past about repetition, 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 if it's really true, and they look crisper 
when we see them in the spring game and then going into next season. In fairness, you thought the offensive line was going to be good last year. I did, and I was not correct. <laughs> Why was, do you think it's different this year? I think that it's sort of the same thing. They're a year better. You're bringing back most of those guys. You know, I like Charles Cross. I mean, people get sometimes lost in the numbers. Oh, Charles Cross gave up, you know, a couple sacks in this game. Well, when you throw the ball 50, 60 times, a couple of sacks isn't that terrible. There's going to be sacks when you throw the ball that much. I think Cole Smith can improve. I think Dollar Bill can improve. Scott Lashley being available this year will be uh, be a good thing for them. Nick Jones, the JUCO, will, will have an opportunity there. LaQuinston Sharp coming back for another year can be a, a valuable depth guy. I thought Cam Jones was impressive in his first year as a starter. They have some pieces there. They don't have to be all world, but they have to be. They have to have to be better than they were a year ago. The the, day, the days of three getting the, the the better of five have to come to an end. Borky, what's your question for Mississippi State? Yeah, I mean, aside from the offensive line, if if they don't get any better there, it doesn't matter because rush three, drop eight is going to have you scoring two points in Lexington, but every road trip next year as well. Uh, aside from that, can your super talented freshmen become every weekend impact sophomores? Because, like, I think Wally's basically already there. I mean, he's special. Mississippi State has mm-hmm. had such a hard time with developing wide receivers and making them next-level players, well, they got one right here as long as he keeps his head on straight and just keeps progressing the way he should. Uh, they got one. But the thing about these guys, and it's a double... It's like you talk out of both sides of your mouth, whether you're an optimist or a pessimist. An optimist says, well, uh, I mean, they were freshmen and they played a lot of football, so their experience are going to be even better next year, which is true. But also, nobody's going to be surprised by Jaden Wally anymore. Film's going to be out on Will Rogers. You're going to know more and more if he, in fact, is the guy of what he can do, if there's tendencies or anything like that. So can they make that leap from showing flashes of brilliance at times as freshmen to being every weekend reliable impact players, assuming the offensive line can block three guys uh, when teams choose to just bring that many? Somebody says... Okay, maybe I misunderstood Richard, but did he ask why you would start Abraham? Well, if Abraham wins the job and is better, that's a no-brainer. Surely no one would let a better quarterback sit on the sidelines just because the other guy's trying to get established. Whether Abraham is better or not remains to be seen. Yeah, I didn't... If, if that's the way I said it, that's not what I meant. But what, what I meant, or, and, and maybe what I thought was understood there was all things being equal, or all things being really close to equal, it wouldn't make sense to me. If if you go into spring ball and Jack Abraham is lights out for all 15 practices and is exceptional in the scrimmages and Will Rogers looks like he's trying to throw a tennis racket as opposed to a football... And when you get to the fall and Sawyer Robertson is just a freshman that's not ready, of course you play Jack Abraham. Of course you do. My point was, if you go through spring and Jack Abraham and Will Rogers are basically the same player, or Will Rogers is just a touch better, or maybe Jack Abraham is better but only by the smallest of margins, then in that scenario, it would not make sense in my mind 
to start a guy who can only give you one year as the starting quarterback when you got another guy who has started and proved that he was capable in a year that didn't even count in terms of eligibility, and he has this year and then two or three more years in which he could be your starter. Because there's no way to replicate experience. I just want him to win the job. That, that, so that's have, the point that I was making. Yeah, you know, I just want him to win the job. So State will have three straight years of grad transfer quarterback starting the first game. <laughs> Got to be some sort of first. I'll believe that a guy that was was good, good at the conference USA level overtakes a guy that, as a true freshman, was thrown into the fire and performed well against SEC competition. When I see it. Yeah, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Because, like, if right now someone was like, "Yeah, Abraham's going to win the job," it's okay. I don't believe you. If it happens, okay. But what Rodgers went through last year is so very different than playing against Rice on a Saturday at two thirty. It's so very different. And again, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, Will Rogers started games at Georgia. At Ole Miss, against Missouri, against Auburn, and against Tulsa. And Vanderbilt. Was Vandy his first? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, because remember, it was like, this is perfect. If you've got to start a freshman, at least it's yeah, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. It, it was JT Daniels who was making his first start against Mississippi State in Athens. It was right. the second start right. for Will Rogers. Okay. Right. Um, hey, Dad, you went to quarterbacks first. Borky, you said, yeah, offensive line discussion aside. I just, that's for, that's my question for Mississippi yeah. State going into the spring. Can the offensive line get better? Can they find a group that can block consistently? That can give whoever the starting quarterback is enough time to make those quick reads and get the ball out quickly? Who can allow there to be less pressure so that whoever's playing quarterback can make better decisions and not force the ball and feel like they have to force the ball and can give you the opportunity to run the ball a little bit when Mike Leach is willing to call running plays. That's what it's about to me for Mississippi State. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your finally Friday, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. Your Saturday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions, high near 83. Saturday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 57. And a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Sunday, high near 83. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Guide Go. 601-879-3969. 
It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Mencota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard Package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He's spoken out on social media about a pipeline which would run from Tennessee to Mississippi, but now he's making a personal appearance. Former Vice President Al Gore is set to be in Memphis Sunday for a rally against the Bahalia Pipeline. He and others like Jane Fonda and actor Danny Glover have publicly opposed the pipeline, which would run from South Memphis through DeSoto County and into Marshall County. And it's been one calendar year since Mississippi's first first confirmed case of COVID-19. It was March 11, 2020, that the Mississippi State Department of Health confirmed that the coronavirus pandemic had in fact made it to Mississippi. Since then, through waves, peaks, and valleys, the state has seen just under 300,000 confirmed cases, and over 6,800 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Thankfully, here on March 11, 2021, there does appear to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here from 
Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on supertalk.fm the Supertalk Mississippi app and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. Uh, newest update from Joe Lunardi is out. He's updating this multiple times throughout the day. And for our purposes, we're looking at the, the bubble. The last four buys, UCLA, VCU, Michigan State, and Louisville. Last four in, Drake, Boise State, Colorado State, and Syracuse. And then you get to the line where Ole Miss has now moved up three spots. Ole Miss was the first of the next four out, so that would be fifth out. They have now moved to third out. Utah State is currently the first team out of the tournament, according to Joe Lunardi, followed by St. Louis. Then you got Ole Miss. And behind Ole Miss, Seton Hall, who plays St. John's next. Xavier, who got beat yesterday. Memphis, who plays tomorrow team yet to be determined, and SMU who plays tomorrow. The Rebels are in a good place. They have gotten a lot of help over the last couple of days. and I mean, it's as, it's as simple as we've laid it out. I don't think a win tonight helps them, barring catastrophe around them. If you win two, you're dancing. What league does Utah State play? Are they the Mountain West Conference? I think they're in the WAC. Uh, they are in the Mountain West. They play UNLV tonight at 8 o'clock. When I said uh, WAC, I meant Mountain West. Yeah. Uh, Boise State is currently down 6 at the half to Nevada, 51-45. So you've got Boise State in that mix. They are currently in the last four in. 
Colorado State plays Fresno State tonight, late, on CBS Sports Network. So if you are an Ole Miss fan, tonight at 8 o'clock Central Time, you are cheering for the Rebels and the Rebels. The Rebels and the Running Rebels. Because you want to try and knock Utah State back. And then you're cheering for the Bulldogs later tonight. The Fresno State Bulldogs against Colorado State. What were you going to say, Borky? I was just wondering if I mean if it really matters. Don't they kind of control their own destiny here? And I'm not talking about, oh, well, if you win the championship, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, can they be denied if they beat LSU on Friday? No, 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 no. I, no, I'm looking. Yes, if they beat LSU, they're going to be in the tournament. I feel confident at this point in saying that. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of if they beat South Carolina tonight hmm. and lose to LSU tomorrow. Was that enough? There's still a shot for sure. They've gotten so much help these last couple of days. Yeah, they really have. Um, let's keep going on the football questions. Kentucky. I'll start with Kentucky. My question for Kentucky is on the offensive line. They had a good offensive line this past year. They did. They did. But quarterback play was not good. There was no depth at wide receiver. Running game was just okay. And the defense was just okay. I mean, there are, frankly, a lot of questions that need to be answered for Kentucky. But I think it's got to start with the offensive line. Because of the guys that they lost. I mean, there were, what, three preseason all-SEC offensive linemen on that team a year ago? Yeah. They've got a new offensive line coach after the unfortunate passing of John Schlarman. And they got to replace some dudes up front. So that's where it starts for me for Kentucky. What about you guys? I mean, sort of a big-picture thing. Was 2018 sort of a fluke for them? They won 10 games. The next year they won eight. They sort of just sort of fell into Lynn Bowden being this unstoppable running threat at quarterback. You know, if Terry Wilson doesn't get hurt, what is that team? I don't know. Last year they weren't good at all. Now they've got a bunch of new faces at quarterback. I don't think Joey Gatewood's any good. Uh, I don't know about the transfer from Penn State. We'll find out. You know, they just, they don't have, that 2018 team had a couple of guys that you knew were NFL players and Snell and Josh Allen. I don't know who those guys are. For this Kentucky team, so I guess from you know, are they were yeah, so, they were they really for real, or was that was just a flash in the pan? What what if what if I say the answer is um, yes, but okay. See, I, I think Kentucky, in a lot of ways, like Mississippi State and Ole Miss, and maybe Missouri and South Carolina and Arkansas within the confines of the SEC, is a program that can be a bowl team pretty much every year. And if they build their roster right, and they've got the right mix of playmakers, and the schedule falls, then that's how you get to the 10 or 11 win season, the special year. 
Yeah. So I don't think it's fair to just say, well, they were just a flash in a pan. I mean, well, I think, but they've I think Kentucky's roster is not constructed in a way to allow them to win 10 and then win 10 and then win 9. No, and then I agree 11. with that. I agree with that. But they've regressed 19, 20, and I, this year I don't see them being particularly good. I mean, I feel like six wins would be doing pretty well for them. Yeah, that's fair. Brian says it's baseball season, not football season. Well, two things, Brian. One, yes, and we talk a ton of baseball, and you know that. Two, as one of, uh, I don't know if it was Borky or Haydad, one of them just responded, it's always football season. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And three, we're kind of rolling into the start of spring practice, and so we're spending a little more time on college football for a few days this week. Stick to sports guy is one thing, but stick to this specific sport. What your guy is somebody totally different. that's special. Yeah, uh, I can assure you that tomorrow is going to be a big baseball day. A little bit of a, a heads up on something that's coming your way tomorrow afternoon. Ole Miss announced today, with more details coming, that they are going to permanently retire the baseball number eleven. That is the number that Don Kessinger wore when he played at Ole Miss. Two-sport All-American, great major league career, player-manager in the big leagues, loved, loved, loved still by Chicagoan... uh, How do you say that? Chicagoans? Is that right? Chicagoans. Chicagolanders? Isn't it Chicagoans? I think it's... yeah, Chicagoans. Chicagoans, whatever. whatever. People whatever. from Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. You see the video of the lake? So there's like a big boardwalk, not boardwalk, but just like a sidewalk that goes along the shore there in downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. And the lake was frozen, but the water underneath it was was moving a lot that day. Oh, yeah, and so yeah. so it broke that's up cool. into ice blocks that were like eight inches thick and like eight feet long that were just moving with the waves. It looked like, cool. I mean it looked like something straight out of Game of Thrones though. Feels like baseball season, doesn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> go Cubs go. Fly the W. So anyway, point in all of that was I am going to sit down with DK and we are going to have a long baseball conversation. And some of it will be about Ole Miss, but some of it's just going to be about a life in baseball. And the Cubs and the White Sox and all the different stuff that goes along with it. I'm really looking forward to that and think it's something that uh, you will find pretty cool tomorrow. And that's going to be kind of your lead-in to college baseball going into the weekend. We'll do that tomorrow in the 5 o'clock hour. Ask me if he can uh, hit modern-day pitching. If he ever saw 100 miles an hour as a player. Because the guys now are seeing that every night. Would have played, played against Bob Gibson, wouldn't he? Don Drysdale, I bet he did. Don't you think, though, with modern-day athletes, I mean, obviously you can't compare exactly athletes of years gone by with modern-day athletes, but if you take an athlete who was elite in a prior generation, don't you just assume that they were still going to be athletic? And they would have taken advantage of all the modern training and weightlifting and whatnot and would still excel in a different era? Yes. I, I, I think a great athlete is a great athlete. I mean, it may, if not, Babe may not Ruth, be as good, but he'd still be good. Well, I mean, if, if Babe Ruth, who 
I might argue, is the greatest baseball player of all time. I, I, I And I'll hear arguments otherwise. I just feel like if he had come along in, you know, 1997, he would have looked different, and he would have had to adjust to whatever modern-day ball was. still think he would have been a stud. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident has been reported in Hines County, I-20 before Springbridge Road exit 36. Expect delays westbound. Use caution when driving through that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage to the untrained I can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that. Customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233 WatkinsConstructionInc.com I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-22. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Step into spring and get your planting started at the Garden Extravaganza. Join us March 19 to the 21st at the new Trademark in Jackson. Shop garden, patio, and outdoor at one location. Garden centers, outdoor decor and accessories, landscapers, and so much more. Masks required, lots of space for social distancing, and hand sanitizing stations. Follow Garden Extravaganza on Facebook today and get ready to shop till you drop. Friday, March 19, Saturday, March 20, and Sunday, March 21st at the Trademark in Jackson. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was 
raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mississippi. Oh what is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Well, it's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi one last time on this Thursday afternoon, the 11th of March. T-Spire text line is always open to you, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. The Saints today cut Janoris Jenkins, which... Was kind of expected, right? Yeah, I expected it. Um, he had a good year. I mean, he started in 13 games. He was an effective player, uh, I mean, especially late in the season. But he was a $14 million salary, $7 million cap hit. He's not the best defensive back in the world. You can find guys that can produce in a similar way that you don't have to pay that much. And you have to get under the cap. So, I mean, I've been saying for weeks I thought that that was uh, an inevitability. And um, they got rid of him, they got rid of Quan Alexander, and here they are slowly creeping their way underneath the cap. It's almost like Mickey Loomis knew what he was doing. But anyway, um, if there was no COVID, they'd be under the cap by now. Because it would have grown another, you know, $10 million or so. Instead of going $16 million the other direction. Right. So it's a $26 million swing. Yeah, and they're 20 five-ish over right now. So they'd be done. And they're still going to find a way. The roster is going to look a little bit different. I mean, it's not like they're going to be the exact same team. No Jared Cook, but you drafted his replacement in last year's draft. No Janoris Jenkins, which doesn't feel good. Uh, but your secondary is still largely intact with really good players. Uh, I mean, you're cutting a backup offensive lineman. They may have to cut another one. Uh, Quan Alexander, unfortunately, was playing well and tore his Achilles, so it's not like you'd have him, and he may not even be the same player after next year. So you're cutting guys that you used that played well at times, some of them, but the core is still there. Yeah. Yeah. All of this is sort of a moot point if somehow Jameis Winston is really good. That's it's just the, that's just the truth of this matter with the Saints. If he comes out and throws for four thousand yards and his touchdown interception is two and a half, three to one, they can cut whoever they want. They'll be just fine. Yeah. If he's good next year, does it turn into a multi-year thing with James? Yes, I think so. Because he's still young, still got a lot of a lot of. It's going to be a multi-year thing 
even if they don't use him for multiple years. I don't. I don't think he's signing a one-year deal. I don't think he's had another one now. Was he on a one-year contract this year? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like one year, just over a million bucks. So what's his deal going to be? Like a three-year, $12 million contract? Two-year with the team option, maybe? I don't know. The, he has very little leverage. I mean, barely, barely any, if any. So it would be, it should be a very team-friendly situation. Probably yeah. with a significant signing bonus at the front to eliminate some cap hit. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State a winner earlier today. 74-73. Iverson Molinar was kind of the hero for Mississippi State. Scores eight points in the final two and a half minutes, three and a half minutes. Two big threes from the left wing coming off hard screens. Catch and shoot. Got squared up, made big shots, and then two huge free throws with less than 30 seconds remaining to put Mississippi State in front. In fact, less than 15 seconds remaining to uh, put Mississippi State in front in that ball game. And uh, so Mississippi State will now play Alabama. They played twice in the regular season. And let's see. should have those results in front of me. Let's see. The first time they played in Starkville... No, Tuscaloosa was the first one. Tuscaloosa was the first one. Should be like 81-73. Yeah, Alabama won by eight. And then they played in Starkville, and Alabama won by five. 64-59. Game's got to be played in the 60s for Mississippi State to have a chance, you think? Yeah, I feel like that. I don't think they can get into a, a track meet with Alabama. I don't think hardly anybody can get into a track meet with Alabama and win. But if State plays defensively the way they did last time, the game in Starkville, and can just make a few more shots, make a few free throws, they'll have an opportunity to to, to be in there at the in the final minutes. Yeah, Missouri and Georgia just minutes away from tipping off in the nightcap. The SEC tournament is Ole Miss and South Carolina. We, we talk all the time about when you can use the phrase must win, and sometimes it's too early. Tonight is a must win for Ole Miss. You must win this game or your season, for all practical purposes, comes to an end. Maybe there's an NIT invite, but nobody gets super excited about that. You win this one, got a chance. Got a chance to be part of the dance. We will wrap up the week with you tomorrow. Hey, Dad will be off. It will be Borky and me, and we look forward to spending part of Friday afternoon with you starting just after 3 o'clock. For Michael Borky and Brian, hey, Dad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great night. Oh, it's incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.